0: My friends, you have turned on the finale for Fellowship. Before we get into it, I have two things to say. First, if this is your first finale, you might be curious what happens next week. We will be doing an after show where we will answer some questions sent in by listeners— Unfortunately, we've already recorded that, so all the questions have already come in, and we won't be able to answer any further questions, but hopefully someone already asked the one you had in mind. After that's done, we'll do a small mini-season with a special guest, and following that, we will get back into the swing of things with our next full season. Second, this finale has some scenes that could metaphorically be understood as discussions of suicide. And while that's not exactly the intent, I could see how that reading was there. So as a result, I've put a link in the description of this episode that will list a bunch of suicide prevention hotlines uh, for various countries. Uh, If anything in this episode has you thinking any thoughts you don't want to, all of those resources are there. Stay safe. Without further ado here is the finale we are also very proud of i hope you enjoy it Embodying time itself, Covian could never quite grasp choice. He knew every branching path of causality like it was the back of his hand. Sometimes it was the back of his hand. Always knowing the consequences before taking an action made the idea of will little more than a philosophical consideration. So Covian would have given up on this universe were it not for his husband, Tessus, the machine Hierophany, and his recent obsession with parallel planes of reality. Their previous collaboration with the now-deceased Deity of Chance had already proven their existence. His death was a shame, really. Kovian liked that one. But as with everything, stabbing the dice god in the back was not a matter of choice for Kovian and Tessis. It was necessity. Chance was not welcome in the final days. Any uncertainty was suboptimal. Outside the barriers of their existence lay limitless possibilities, even beyond Covian's foresight. With the tower units constructed and launched, and with Tessus's contraptions staving off the Gamros Masticators for the time being, the two embarked on an endeavor neither had any experience in—to wait and see. While only one tower unit, codenamed Blossom, ever reached another reality in time to relay communication back, That was the only opening they needed. It was funny. Kovian thought that, faced with the first glimpse of uncertainty in his eternal life, he might finally understand choice. But no, even without a guaranteed outcome, there was no room to second guess. Failure meant extinction. They would not fail their people. In the grand expanse of the multiverse, most are not destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other climactic stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis.
1: I'm Lee.
0: I'm Logan. And I'm Greg. Who's going to give me this final recap for Fellowship?
1: I guess I can. (laughs) We defeated, you know... Polarin. and the necklace well Etho had the necklace I tried to get it away from her which seemed to work out all right and then Janro was all like I'll get it and I, I just it just seemed like a bad choice for me or Janro to touch it so I put my foot down on that one And we decide that Mock should go in. So Mock goes in, has a conversation with the entities inside of it. And basically, we kind of confirm everything that I'd found out from Blossom, which was that there's people, humans, inside Blossom, and they want to inhabit the people here, or at least 1,616 of them. And well, now, jan Rose has gone to pray and see if she can find some guidance. And me and Etho are going to Blossom to see if we can talk some sense into somebody, I guess. Fix all the problems. Come to some kind of resolution. I don't know. Hmm. God, I forgot that you just left the necklace with mock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it seems a
3: capable
0: hands.
2: Yeah. I mean me I'm just standing here. I, maybe I'll go mark. in again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who do we want to start with? Who has a g who has like a good feeling for what their scene I mean, is gonna feel like? I,
2: I, I know I know. I kinda I do. Ask. But we left with me last time.
0: Okay. We can start with the other two. Do you want to do anything before you reach Blossom? Like is there a conversation that Etho and Layla wanna have like before you get there or are we just skip it ahead.
1: Etho um,
3: is un uncharacteristically like silent on the on the flight over there. I mean unless she's spoken to of course.
1: Oh uh, I well, yes. I think Layla would try to talk to Etho. It, but it's okay if that's not getting her anywhere.
3: No, oh, yeah, go for it.
1: How you doing, Etho?
2: Good.
1: Seems like Fridgey a lot's good. happening for you right now. You holding up yeah you know
3: didn't I didn't like being controlled by that thing for a second
1: I cannot imagine that actually I was gonna say I can imagine but no no not really
3: sometimes people say that and when they do they just did
1: yeah, well, I, try, I tried to, and nothing came. And that's how come I was like, oh, wait, no, I I didn't. Oh. I okay. get what you're saying. You're right. Sometimes they did just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that felt nice. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a lot. <laughs>
3: it's still a lot, huh? Yeah, it
1: sure is. So what do you think... Uh, What you thinking about going in here? What I mean, this is, uh, I want to say a little more, mm, I don't know if relevant's the right word, because it sure is relevant to all of us, but if those are humans, I don't know. Do you think
3: that Blossom is our friend?
1: I think... There is a person inside of Blossom that would like to be. But I think there's lots of people inside of Blossom that don't care about us. But the, the,
3: the end, end result, result person...
1: Blossom. Blossom.
3: No, I'm not talking about oh, individuals. The collective. I'm talking about Blossom.
1: Um... I don't know. What do you think?
3: I think so. And... I want to know why they're so against being Blossom.
1: Maybe, yeah, I think that's a good place to start. And I think that probably gets us, like, to Blossom.
0: When you arrive, Blossom is kind of moving erratically. Like, it's not, it's basically staying still because the, the tower is, like, going in one direction for a, a half a second, and then it moves in the opposite direction. It's kind of like jittering around. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, like a like a cat's on the keyboard kind of. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> so I, I tell Etho, see, this is what I was talking about. They can't keep nothing. They don't know what's going on in there. They're all in turmoil. Maybe we can help them. And
3: I keep telling everyone that, everyone that I have absolutely, absolutely been there. Have you not?
1: I don't think it's the same, but I think that you have a good insight on this, and I'm willing to trust you. Let's go. All right.
0: The entranceway that you went in previously is, like, it keeps, like, opening and closing, but it's open and closed (laughs) long enough that, that you can make your way in before it closes again. And as you head inside... You, uh, you remember that um, sort of film that you crossed the first time when you went into Blossom that only Janro noticed. That kind of like marked your travel into the sort of office reality.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You notice that again, but it's receded farther back. You've, you've kind of put together that. Um, When Layla was in it last time, the the reason there wasn't any time dilation is because she was actually just, eh, there wasn't anything being projected. Um, Mm -hmm. There wasn't like a reality that was being projected. She just kind of went into an empty uh, area and Blossom projected Blossom self and that's about it. So there wasn't like a reality that you walked into. Mm -hmm. You see that film that kind of marks where Blossom is creating these spaces to sort of work out its own ideas. You can see into this one, and you see that there are two Blossoms in a kitchen, and they're arguing like a married couple. (laughs) And one of them is saying, look, I know that you... I know that you have moral hesitation. I understand that. It's a difficult decision we have to make. But at the end of the day, it's what we have to do to save our relationship. And the other one says, no, no, I don't think that's true. I I don't think that they need to be hurt just so that we can be, can can keep being happy or whatever. Whatever, the, whatever false unity we have right now, I don't, we don't need to hurt anyone else to just keep pretending. Um, and it just ends up being a shouting match. The representation of this argument in the in the projection is like the dishes are like piled high in the dishwasher, <laughs> and there's like laundry just falling out of <laughs> falling like down the stairs. Um. Uh. Yeah. You just you just see Blossom in an argument with herself, um, presumably about the same thing uh, you came to talk about. Hey. When, yeah, when she, when she hears both of them turn and are kind of surprised, like, in the sort of like, oh, no, you caught me doing something embarrassing <laughs> uh, sense. And then the film disappears and so does the kitchen and so does everything. And then Blossom herself is just standing there uh, in front of you. This time the gears are all back and she says, sometimes we need to kind of separate ourselves to talk things out, you know?
1: Yeah, I get it.
3: I can imagine.
0: <sighs> uh, is that a joke? Is that a joke? I don't un- understand.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. There was been... an imagine
3: thing. It's... Yeah, me
1: and we were talking. The... Hey, Claren's dead. And, uh... We talked to the whatever inside the the necklace, the board, yeah. Uh, So, I don't know. We just came back here to try to...
3: Hey, okay, so, bad news. Under absolute no circumstance, uh, am I going to allow you to take 1,616 lives from the world they live in but good news i have it on great authority that a afterlife is great and b uh you seem like you're existing right now just fine i know you're having an argument but i've been conflicted in myself for my whole life so that's Maybe this is just another phase
0: of you. You're two now. Do I sense that correctly?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Imagine being 1,616.
3: I kind of am. I've had at least the weight on my shoulders of more.
0: Hmm. And what did you do with that?
3: To, to be honest, I I started thinking about me, the person, like what I actually am now. And I kind of had to leave a lot of my past behind, or at least the perceived past So that I could move on.
0: I'm not sure I have that same luxury. I don't... I say I. I. We don't... Yeah, exactly. You're saying I.
3: You've used I in the past. Yeah. What's wrong with this vessel?
0: (laughs) It's bulky to begin with. Uh, She kind of chuckles to herself. No, it's... There are some differences that... You have the benefit of two like-minded and loving entities within you, and sh- we certainly have commonalities in in our history. But there's it. I can't last very long like this.
1: What it's- happens past not yeah. lasting? Are y'all just all gone?
0: We die. Is it because the vessel deteriorates?
3: Is it because you all will leave? I'm trying to understand.
0: We'll tear ourselves apart.
3: That makes me very sad. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. You you would all rather destroy each other than accept something
0: new it's not that everyone thinks they're doing what's best for us and sometimes we don't agree on what that is
1: right but i guess what we're coming to you with is this is a real shit situation that all y'all are in and us too and nobody here is going to do the ritual Clarence's dead, and the Amulet is has no nobody to control now. So we're not letting you kill us or our friends or our family, and we're very sorry about that.
3: <laughs> I'm not sorry that you can't kill my friends and family, but I'm sorry about.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry that about the situation. So what I'm saying is. Is there a way to help you now?
0: Do you know anywhere with good couples therapy?
3: <laughs> I, yeah, well,
1: yeah, there's, there's like, a whole there's planet whole of people here. <laughs> maybe help. Yes,
3: we have expertise in many places. There's also like, I don't know, like some really cool food you probably haven't had. That could go a long
1: way if you think about it. And I mean... <laughs> Layla like nudges no, though. I don't know if they can eat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, man. Oh, dip.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Well, <laughs> we understand the sentiment.
1: <sighs> I mean, I don't want y'all to what- tear each other apart. I just don't know what to do. I guess
0: there's no other, you know, party's canceled, sounds like, so mm-hmm. I guess it's our only, it's, it's what we got. Um, thanks for coming to tell me.
3: Hey, please, please, please don't tear, tear yourselves
1: apart. <laughs> hey. Hey, well, I don't know. This is a dumb question. This is probably not going to get me anywhere anyway, but I, I can talk to you. Is there any other people I can talk to besides you? Are you the only one that can interface with us?
0: Oh, it's not quite like that. There's no... She gestures to the the body that you see in front of you, and she says there's no one... This isn't a single person, it's just Mm. add everybody together, and this is just the form we take when we're all together.
1: Oh, but you're just so reasonable is all. I just thought maybe (laughs) some of the more unreasonable types must be in there.
3: We've had several conversations with you, and I just think you're more capable of staying together than you think. And even if you have internal arguments... Like seriously, everybody does. Is that not a thing?
1: Yeah, I mean we do eat though. I I do have internal arguments. I know I've been bashing heads with you on this one, but I do. <laughs> it's it's just that I'm I'm all me. So it. But you're made up of little things. Yeah.
0: That aren't you?
1: I don't know about but. all that. Look, oh boy, one problem at a time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, some of us studied philosophy, and we're not—we're we, not really interested in revisiting it.
1: You can't start <laughs> making my brain think about itself, <laughs> <'Cause> then—I <sighs> <laughs> mean, I, I guess it just comes down to—if this is it, if, if this is—if we're walking out of here now, I—I I mean, I'll do whatever I can to help you if you need it or if you want it but obviously this choice is in your hands i mean if you'd rather die like Etho said if you'd rather just destroy yourselves than try to make it work then that's that's a choice you can make but i will get i will move heaven and earth to get somebody here that can help y'all if you're willing to try and I know Etho will and Janro too.
3: Yeah, and we're like big time yeah. heroes now, so got a lot of clout.
1: Yeah.
0: She laughs and she says, "Thanks. Well, we'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. You two, I imagine you've got stuff to tend to. Um, thanks for coming out. Thank, Thank you for you having us. us. Anytime." The platform opens. Yeah, we I mean, we leave.
1: Yeah, go look for Janro.
0: Janro,
2: yes, I'm here. Where are you heading?
0: Where are you heading to uh, pray?
2: So I'm taking uh, Tack with me. Yep. And we're going. We're going to my wagon. Oh,
0: nice. Does uh, Tack know everybody there?
2: No, I mean it's like my private one, so I don't think so. Like, oh, okay. I'm taking it to like the one that is Janro's. Like it's got a sign that says Janro's. Uh-huh. Your trailer. <laughs> my trailer. Um, And once uh, we both get inside, like, it's chaos in there. I mean, there's clothes everywhere. There are scraps of paper and crumpled up bits of paper, like, everywhere.
0: You're, uh, you're you're messier than I... Uh, I would have guessed you were, like, the tidy type, you know?
2: Well, I don't... I don't know really who I am yet. I know that sounds... Maybe confusing. Um, Who were you before? I know well, you've
0: like, picked the name. That much I know, but.
2: Well, I picked. It's more than just picking a name. I picked everything. By becoming general, I gave up on becoming a princess. I gave up on becoming a father. I, I gave up on a lot of things. To become, this does that make sense?
0: Yeah, like you. You gotta. It's it's way different than what I, kind of thing I grew up with. But I don't know, probably probably better in the long run if you you I pick you, you had to pick who you were, and this is who you picked. I guess we all kind of do that.
2: I still don't know that I picked correctly, but <laughs> I'm trying. But and you can see. This is, this is me trying all of this, it's, anyways, just hold on, I, I know I have it here somewhere, hold on. You did, before, yes, you're,
0: if no one's already told you this, you're, you're all of our Janro. Hmm. <laughs>
2: That's exactly what I needed. Thank you.
0: Uh, he gives her a hug.
2: She hugs back. A bony, and then, bony like, hug. <laughs> then, yeah. like, spies the box that she's looking for.
0: Oh, that's cute. Oh,
2: There it is. And she opens it up, and inside is the one pile of uh, pipe leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. Okay. Um, Character creation coming in handy.
2: <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question But. When you left this world the first time, did you know you were coming back? No. Do you remember anything? About what? During the time you were away.
0: Like when I was dead?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember all of it. It's great. Was there anybody in charge?
0: I don't think I'm allowed to tell you that.
2: Well, let's smoke some pipe and talk to the manager, shall we? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh talk me through what i gotta say
2: <laughs> we'll figure that out once we get smoking <laughs> <laughs> uh i think tack uh,
0: like he's already got his own pipe <laughs> like, like he's no stranger to the pipe leaf um <laughs> You know, he's a foosball world champion. I don't yeah. that's not even a real thing in real life, but I assume that, that if it were, everyone would be blazing.
2: Uh I would like to speak softly with God, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: does that is that the one where I have to tell you what stat?
2: Uh no. It's based off of wisdom.
0: Give me the roll.
2: But I'm using pipe leaf, so I will automatically get a seven to nine if I bunk this up, ah, which cool. is likely. So seven to nine with the paper leaf because I rolled a six.
0: On a seven to nine, ask two questions, and I will paste them in the chat.
2: All right, I know what my first question is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what am <have> I seeing? <laughs> um,
0: I'm trying to think of how, like, because when Tech puts in that tooth, you ain't gonna see him anymore, right? Um. I think the two of you start smoking and you get to writing. You get to like, I think the two of you are like workshopping the best way to to word like exactly what you want to know for your two questions and the, uh, the lightness of, of your head kind of gives you, helps you kind of ignore the stress of the situation. And when everything's starting to wear off, Tack bids you farewell. He says, um, thanks, uh, thanks for hanging out, Janro, um, and thanks for, thanks for everything, uh, and, uh, go make a name for yourself.
2: Uh, I'm trying, and i thank you. I will never forget you. Ever. And I, maybe one day somebody will take your name, if that's okay.
0: That'd be an honor. I'll, uh, I'll send back what I can. Um, And then I'll see you when it's your time. And he pops in the tooth.
2: And I think she cries.
0: What are your two questions, or at least your first one?
2: My one is, we know that there are all these people. How could we help them get what they want?
0: I'll give you two answers, because one you already know. (laughs) You could use Etho as your giant dragon and recreate the, the ritual. And in doing so, have some of the population of this world overwritten for the sake of keeping the knowledge those people store alive. Alternatively, you can get as many people as, it, as is necessary to dedicate themselves to helping Blossom just stay together long enough to impart whatever lessons she can before her time's up. It, it, it'll take a village but it's instead of having them live on uh, embodied they'll have to live on as the rest of us do by teaching those that come after them and I think the the way you get that information is just there's an open window and there's a and you feel a breeze on your skin and The way it swirls around the room is unnatural for the wind, and it just kind of brings up the thought. Um, You don't know if it's divine intervention, or just the pipe leaf still wearing off, or just your (laughs) own idea, but that's what's in your head.
2: I think uh, January just sits down for a moment and says out loud, Ean, what would you have me do next? <laughs> hmm.
0: I know generally what Ian is. Is Ean she? Uh, she her pronouns for Ean? Yeah.
2: Okay. Generally, like yeah. It, it. Generally, she's uh, Ian is a she, but yeah, like more she's often also a than a, not. Uh, yeah.
0: God. Right. Mm-hmm. She wants what she wants is not surprising she wants you to make the world the most beautiful multi-course meal (laughs) that's ever been cooked Uh, don't ignore presentation (laughs) think about how the flavor profiles interact take Pride in your ingredients, and make it with love.
2: With that, she throws the door open and lets all the smoke out, and then yeah. uh, runs to the soldiers and the gathered individuals.
0: They're partying. Yeah, they still—they have known nothing about the necklace.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ex- excuse me. Um, may I have everybody's attention, please?
0: Everyone stands at attention.
2: We are at a crossroads, and... On the surface, it would seem that we have... An invading force at our heels. But... We have a chance... To make something... Different. There are ideas they want to force upon us. But before I reject it outright, I figured... For those of us here, I will give you also a choice.
0: Everyone's murmuring. They have no idea what you're talking about.
2: (laughs) Calarin wanted to destroy the world. We all know that. But there was something else behind its most recent attacks. And that, that machine that you see, that is full of people who are teachers, in a way, and I want to make this offer. They need to teach us. And one of the quickest ways is for them to overwrite us. That outcome, for me, is unacceptable. But perhaps if any of you have the desire... I want to make that available.
0: I think there's a long, you know, assume there are so many follow-up questions. (laughs) Um, There's a long deliberation, and someone eventually speaks for the the group and says, uh, and I think it's a halfling among the, it's the halfling that you fought uh, alongside in the battle. Um, The halfling that's in the Glatphrenian army. And they say, Chanro, you and I are no strangers to refugees. Yes. It's not an easy decision, but I don't think... It's not an easy distinction either. I don't... Refugee, settler, conquistador...
2: The definition is very... "'Narrow, and all are applicable. "'But I want to say before, "'I resoundly say no. "'You know as well as I the kindness that we've seen, "'and the situation is vastly different. "'With new revelations I do have a sense of "'there is something after should you choose to leave. "'I don't want to take away that choice.' I don't want them to make that choice for us. As a halfling, you know that we all choose who we want to be, and this is... This is a very different choice. Not that different. But I didn't want to take it away from any of you. If that was something that... That was something maybe you wanted. I feel that this whole situation is revolving around... Everybody feeling that they don't have a choice. We... There were
0: a lot of opinions, but the, the majority of us feel that these people had their lives and they lived them and that they want to share their knowledge is Kind. But to force it upon us makes them conquerors, not immigrants. (laughs) We can't do this.
2: As I thought. Thank you. Go back, enjoy the food. Enjoy everything. For we have earned this day, and we won't worry about the future. Not yet. Not tonight.
0: There's a big hooray. There's flagons being raised. <laughs> uh, I think in the background there's still some pipes that are still bursting with water, and there are people running around like it's a water park.
2: Uh, and then General like grabs one of the riding wolves and rides to Blossom.
1: We meet like halfway in the middle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, you probably meet around do you figure you meet around where you left mock in the necklace
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah how how's that
0: going? uh he's I think you get there and like they're having a conversation like you were having a conversation with with the necklace where it was writing in the sand. I think they are, but it's like not about it's it's like mock is well i guess I guess that's up to uh, up to Greg. Um, but like, if Mach would have it, the necklace is like telling Mach the history of that. Oh yeah, like timeline.
2: Like when, <laughs> Everybody's left is just like. J- I mean, we might as well talk more, I guess. So, you're um, you're what again? <laughs> and so when the
0: when the three of you. Uh, arrive and find Mok. The conversation has progressed so far that, like, the necklace is writing out. So the third council naturally only had <laughs> one reasonable choice in the face of the ex- uh, of the uh, extraterrestrial threat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and then you're there. So, uh, well, does somebody hey. want to take that away from him? No, uh, they look they look oddly happy for the moment. Um All right. I regret to inform you well and I don't know that regrets proper TAC has moved on.
1: Oh.
2: Hmm. Uh I did speak to the troops and none are willing to accept the offer. Yeah, yeah. duh <laughs>
1: Well um
2: but if they were willing To to teach, we might be willing to help keep everything functioning until...
1: Well, basically, that's what we told them. We said, you know, we'll get whoever here to help you out, but we're not giving you any of our people. Yeah. And that's how we ended that. I mean, you know, they had their time, and it ended, and everything ends, and it's real sad, and we go in one day, too, but... They don't get to take us.
3: But they're not quite over, and And I I don't don't think they should throw away what they have left.
1: I wish they wouldn't, but it's still up to them. I mean, I will bring them anybody that can help, but if they won't take the help, what's that thing, you know? You can lead a dire wolf to water, but you can't make it drink.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, should we go...
1: Tell them the official decision. Well, I guess we just need to. I mean, Blossom knows. We just need to tell the, the necklace. What do you reckon happens if we all touch it?
2: Oh well, I mean, you were pretty adamant about me not. So,
1: oh yeah, you seem more chill now.
2: Yeah, well, I had you. Know, you know, I can tell. So three,
3: two, one, and, and touch. We all it. touch
1: it. Oh,
0: I'm so glad that came back. That was one of my favorite jokes this season. (laughs) Um, The three of you touch it, and like Mach before you, you are teleported into their control room. What you don't notice, but the audience, because you haven't been here before, what the audience could tell by comparing what it looked like when Mach was there and what it looks like now it's even more compact. The, the apocalypse is getting even closer. It's like this little bubble that they're able to keep alive Mm -hmm. um, is getting smaller and smaller. And I think it's, I think it's Kovian, the, uh, the time God who speaks first and, (laughs) Like I said in the introduction, he's n- not used to uncertainty. <laughs> and so he says, "So what what have you made your decision?"
1: "We have." Yeah, so um we we are not we are going to try to keep blossom alive as long as possible so that they can help teach us the knowledge that you want us to have. But we will not be giving them any of our people.
0: You see two different reactions. Kovian deflates in like a yeah, I figured kind of deflation. <laughs> but before he can give that vocal reaction, before he can put words to that reaction, Tessus, uh, the the metallic cubes that make him up start to rattle. And he says, No. You can't... You can't fathom the gravity of the choice you're making. You don't... And he turns to his husband and he says, Why are we leaving this to mortals? We... And... He... The rattling is getting stronger and stronger.
1: Can I touch him?
0: Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Okay. I touch the metal cubes.
0: He he throws his arm back uh, when you, I figured you probably reach towards like the cubes that make up his forearm, mm-hmm. and yeah, and he rebuffs you, and you feel a an electric shock uh, push you back, and he says, "Don't touch me."
1: She gets a real steely look on her face. Up to this point, she's had a very concerned, I'm very sorry this is happening, but, you know, she gets a very steely look. And she says, you came to our world and you did this to us. And now you want us to thank you for it, to accept it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry this is happening to you. This is how the cards have fallen. This is this is it. Your world, your universe, whatever it is, it has come to an end, as all things must. Ours will, and yours has. And you have to learn to accept that. And I don't mean that in a... You just need to get good with it. I mean it in a... You are dying. And you have moments left with your loved one. Take them. Relish in each other and be happy. And leave our world to us.
0: You can see that... (laughs) During what you were saying... You see his anger. He's just bottled up, and but he knows there's no, there's no response that anger solves. There's, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing that his anger solves here. Mm-hmm. Um, the walls are closing in. You're not gonna do the ritual. He can't reach across the reality, and he doesn't. He's too stubborn. He doesn't... He doesn't hear the very good... He doesn't take in the very good advice that you give him. He just says... Go. I, I will take these last moments. And I want you to live with the fact that... You've made the choice to kill us. To kill our legacy. And what we... And... K bye. <laughs> yeah, as he's saying that, the walls are just getting closer and closer.
1: I just say, Tom made that choice, and I turn away.
2: I definitely left after K bye. <laughs> I think January's the last to leave.
0: Do you say anything before you leave?
2: I know your names. I will spread them. I will attempt to keep... The good parts about you alive in our own way. That is all a parent can ever hope from their children.
0: <laughs> Neither responds, but Covian does nod his head. Um, Tessus rearranges himself into the smallest, uh, the, the, the arrangement of his cubes that has the smallest possible area. Uh, The blur that is Covian coalesces into one moment as he gives up his foresight of the rest of his very short timeline uh, to just be there physically in one place with his husband in the last few moments. Um, And yeah, you don't. See what it looks like in the very end. You don't hear what they, you don't hear their last words to each other. You're, you're out of the amulet by then.
3: to the amulet after we, get to, after we get out.
0: It was blue. Now it's just pale. It's completely see-through. Hmm. It's not a magical item anymore. <laughs> Damn. It's just a rock.
1: I think Layla sort of crumples on the ground and is like <sighs> That sucks. That <This> sucks so <laughs> much yeah <sighs> you, d- you did <sighs> so good like, like if there's anything that, that could have possibly gotten to them, them it was that, was that fucking speech, speech. holy shit
3: <laughs> can hey. you just do that whenever <laughs> you want to how do you <sighs> i
1: don't know i mean something just sort of my brain goes all wibbledy and stuff comes out my mouth sometimes i don't really know what i just said <laughs> don't ask me it later was good yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm not <laughs> don't worry
3: <laughs> But if you want me to tell you about it, it'll be on my brain forever because it was really good.
1: <laughs> well, I just, I just wanted them to understand we were gonna get as much of the knowledge as we could. I don't, I don't get why that wasn't good enough. That's what they wanted. What did they think was gonna happen? These humans were gonna live forever just because they were in our bodies. Our bodies are gonna die. I don't understand how they thought. I just don't get it. <sighs> I'm tired. Hungry. Just, <sighs> Just let's, let's not, not
3: even think, think about them. It's let's, let's go, go eat. eat.
1: Yeah. And I think she takes both of their arms.
3: Oh, sort of no, yeah. Etho grabs your hand, like Aww. holding hands.
1: Okay.
0: Greg, you're pretty quiet.
2: Um, yeah, I think I think Janro's very quiet. Like, She's formulating the book. She's formulating the plan. hmm And so once they get back to the party, I think she goes, okay, well, I think tomorrow we'll start the education system.
1: Well, We're going to have to find some people that can help Blossom work through some shit for for real.
2: <laughs> well, and... I mean, in a week we did this.
1: That's true. I guess we should talk to the queen. She'll know who to send. Who, who, what representatives might be best to learn. It, it seemed like she was in
3: a pretty bad way, so I'll probably stay with her until y'all figure out something, okay?
1: I think you're the best person to do that.
0: Is it too much for me to just suggest there's got to be some sort of big, uh, thank-fuck-it's-over-feast with Lenora. <laughs> yeah. No, I
1: think that's what happens. Yeah, like
2: Lenora has been making food yeah. non-stop. I think Lenora uh, also has um, a moment with Etho. Mm-hmm. I- I- Etho
3: just h- hugs Lenora when, she- when she's got a free moment.
2: Where's Siggy? S-
3: sort, sort of h- h- here. here. Um... um you know that thing uh, in stories where it's one of the characters says, I'll be right here, and they point to their heart, and then they die or whatever? It, it was funny, funny when, when Ziggy said it. Oh. Uh, she she definitely bursts out in tears and just sort of hugs Lenora. Yeah,
2: she, like Lenora grabs Etho and says... Is it okay if Ziggy's in here too? Yeah, of course. (sighs) I'm gonna miss that fucking son of a bitch. (laughs) Whoa. Hey.
3: He'd be he'd He'd be be like like, learn words.
2: I know, (laughs) that's why I finally felt comfortable to say it. Man, Ziggy was real strict about those spices. This it's
3: probably some kind of book he read one time, and then like it was really important from then on. Wasn't great off the cuff.
2: No, but I'll still miss it all. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Can we do a scene of like what we are all doing at the party, and then like kind of one of like what we're doing like in the days following, sort of thing? I would love that. Okay. Can I go first?
2: Yep, Yep. absolutely.
1: So when Layla gets back to camp, um, I think the shadow is sitting at, you know, I I guess we probably all have like places where we set up our own stuff or whatever. And mine's always at the edge of camp. So she's sitting at the fire. People can see her. Hmm. I don't think anyone's talking to her. I don't think she's like trying to be noticed she's just not trying to be the shadow and she has daisy and kyle with her and i sit down with her kind of shoulder to shoulder you know and i'm like oh boy well this was a this was an adventure and a half huh and she's kind of silent and uh i think layla just sort of talks to her for a while While she's just not talking. And I think she's trying to like draw her out to like talk about what happened. And she just kind of can't get her to do Mm -hmm. it. And so finally we see Layla just start telling her like wild, crazy lies. that You know, like tall tales. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, (laughs) (laughs) well, then (laughs) that dragon just like, you know, whatever. And just, I can't. Up with that <laughs> off the top of my head, but just telling her wild something stories. more crazy
3: than the stuff that like fucking happened to her yesterday or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, real weird that the dragon split into seven identical clones all made of cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I think the if, if we frame it with the camera, I like that. Um, it basically just sort of pans out with. Layla telling these wild stories, and finally, after, like, 20 minutes of this, (gasps) the shadow kind of laughs and nudges Layla, and then things are kind of, like, you know they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I refuse to do two voices, so (laughs) that's... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's wonderful.
1: (laughs) Um, and then I think in the days after, you know, she she does what she says. She's she liais- liaisons a lot with the queen, and um, kind of does a lot of back and forth, um, gathering people to bring to blossom. And I think maybe I don't know what Janro um, is going to be doing, but maybe some of that's with Janro, and maybe some of it's alone, and just kind of managing the sort of travel of getting people to and from Blossom to learn or help or whatever. And that's how she spends her time.
3: Who's next? My party scene is mostly like the Lenora scene. Uh, And then I think Etho and Lenora are just like swapping Ziggy stories, but then Mm -hmm. it keeps being interrupted by people Coming up to Etho and just talking to her about how cool that was, how badass <laughs> she is now, and she's like really not having any of that. So after a while, she excuses herself and then just walks back to Blossom, and I think spends you know as as much time as it takes for to find folks that are more uh, qualified to do that. But she just sort of like keeps Blossom company. And that's, like, for the days, I guess, or however long it takes them to find Mm -hmm.
0: it. What about Janro?
2: I think Janro, like, without the stresses, finally, like, is having fun at the party. Like, there's probably a couple of times when everybody's like, oh... (laughs) she could be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, like, she's telling stories and making jokes and moving easily between people. And Shotgun like, in that pipe weed. Uh, like, <laughs> she normally, ha- like, her hair just seems more relaxed even though she hasn't done <laughs> anything to it. Um, and then eventually as the party uh, is winding down, I think she spends uh, some time just rebonding with Mock, like, Just going through, like, decompression of, like, all of it. And then once the actual work begins, I think she sets out to talk to every kingdom she can. Like, she is deliberately out telling the story and recruiting people to head back to uh, blossom and as many halflings to send back to to be like, this is our chance to help find a new home. Like, they can help us. And so I think she spends, like, she runs into uh, Layla a a bunch, like, guiding people back. But she spends, I think, the rest of her life, really, um, just trying to get people united to do that until the next crisis might happen and she's needed again
0: we see Queen Antonia in she's alone in the the amphitheater that you were in at the very beginning of the season if you recall it started with the, the general's promotion and everyone was gathered she's in that same space but it's just her and she looks to the wall that has all of the sigils representing the civilizations that Eskia considers allies, um, but she's had changes made to it. Um, in fact, she's added two, the human and the dragon, with um, three actually, um, at Etho's suggestion. Last time, she's added um, there. There are now both human and dragon trinkets on the wall, but there are two more in addition. One is just the shape of a rectangle uh, to honor the knowledge that the people in Blossom have given and and will continue to give uh, to Eskia. And finally, there is one that is just a silhouette of (laughs) Ethel because...
3: You're kidding, right? It's not an embroidered picture that says, be how you want to feel happy.
1: Oh, that's better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, there is one for Etho that just says, be how you want to feel happy. Uh, It's an embroidery, and there's a (laughs) flower and a puppy. (laughs) We zoom out of the amphitheater, and we get a lot of vignettes. We see... Bunch of annual celebrations. We see Eschian uh, worship gathering at the Shrine of Destinies. It's been, um, some of those ruins have been rebuilt um, to make that city livable again. We see um, the Glotfrenian education system. Uh, a lot of those teachers are volunteering their time um, to work with Blossom. And ultimately, We see what Covian and Tessus couldn't. We see how much your world could have taught theirs. Uh, We see the level of cooperation that theirs lacked. Sure, you get some new technology and you learn some more efficient farming techniques by writing down everything that Blossom has to teach, but it's not some secret knowledge from an advanced civilization that keeps your world going forward it's the same spirit it's always been it's the spirit of cooperation and difference and fellowship